Hey y'all, hey, this question has actually never been asked outright direct, um, but it's oftentimes the question behind the question. When I get a question like, uh, should I trade currencies uh, to make some extra money or should I trade whatever to make some extra money or should I flip homes or should I do this business? You know, a lot of times what they're, what they're really asking is, hey, Philip, I just want to get ahead financially, right? I'm, uh, my income is not far above my expenses to make me feel comfortable and I'm looking for ways to make some extra money, uh, to get ahead. The good part about that, if somebody asked that question outright direct or when I, when I basically help somebody clarify, that's what they're asking then it needs to become a burning desire, right? Until you want that more than anything, uh, then it's going to be really hard to get there. A lot of people are floating through life ignoring the fact that the longer they don't solve this problem, the harder life gets, right? The longer that you don't execute a plan on paying off your debt, saving some money, the longer that your income is not far above your expenses or in some cases, you know, uh, uh, below your expenses, the worse it gets, right? Do you, I think many people don't understand the fact that the previous generations had pension plans to retire on. Social security was intact. Job security was a way different thing. We're moving into a world where there is no more job security. Uh, the internet and robots are taking jobs. Social security is not going to be there. You got to save money on your own. You have to learn to be an investor, although it's counterintuitive to uh, our our brain, right? Because think about it. This is really the first generation that's going to have to invest enough money uh, to live on their money. You're not going to have a pension plan. You're not going to die early, hopefully. Um, you don't get to work somewhere 30 years to get a pension and a watch. You got to do it yourself. And so um, getting, the, getting the burning desire to where this is the question that you think about, uh, obsessively is is really important because it's man if, if I can give a visual it's like a lot of folks have their head in this in the sand they got their head down like a turtle you know and they're trying to ignore the problem and this is why the first thing that I do before I make somebody a client is I make them look at where their actions are going to lead them financially 10 years and 30 years down the road because I want to like bother them I want to disturb them and let them know look you can keep acting like this is not going to be a problem, but it's going to be a problem. And by the way, one day you're going to be, one day you're going to be 50, 55. And if you're 55 watching this, I'm, 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 hopefully this isn't you. But once you're 50, 55, uh, you're, you're, you're expensive. So your lifestyle costs a lot. Uh, and it's really hard to retool. Although you can because the KFC guy, I believe that's who it was, didn't start his business until 65. So it's still quite possible, but it's a whole lot harder. So, the older you get, the harder it gets, although it's not an excuse because, you know, 65, that, and he just got started and built an empire. You can do it, um, but you got to get serious as soon as possible on this. Now, let me go back to answering the question while I'm building this up. How do you how do you get ahead financially? You got to get the burn desire first, and then what that does is free up your mind from clinging to um, a lifestyle that you may not be able to live, right? It's, it's a lot of times... I encourage people to do something crazy like sell their home and use the equity to pay off credit cards or 
They don't want to do that. They need to find extra ways to make extra money, right? Go some sleepless, not sleepless, but sleep a little for a few years to stack up their money. Um, they have to figure out a way to tell their kids no, pull their kids out of private school, um, you know, do whatever they can on one car, like some extreme stuff to get their finances in order. And you only got to do it for a few years. Like, and most people think, oh, I got to do some extreme things forever. No, you just got to do it a few years to where you can get that, 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 that income and expense goal in line. Um, but you need to first be willing to do it and be willing to shake off any hard thing that it takes to do. Like, you know, uh, we've had to do some uncomfortable things. Um, been an archpreneur my whole time. Uh, really, I've never, I've never worked for anybody um, outside of the jobs that I had in college. And, uh, and so it, it and everybody else who I know who's um, where I want to be financially, you know, basically like. Said um, said no to some short term comfortableness to get to where they go and go financially, but they had that burning desire first, right? And I'm getting back on that burning desire, y'all, because once you have that, then you're willing to do whatever it takes. If it requires you moving in with family to save some money, you'll do that. If it requires you to sell a lot of your possessions on eBay and Amazon to raise some money to pay off some stuff, you'll do that. In the day of the Google age, like there's no shortage of ideas on what you have to do to find some extra money and get that income and revenue in line. It's a matter of what you're willing to do, right? Um, how, and I don't want to use the word desperate, but how burning a desire is it for you to get it done? If, if like anytime that you've done anything that's been super great, think about it. You've had this burn desire and people say, well, I'm not that creative. Well, you're creative when you want to figure something out. Like we're creative when we really want something. And so you got to ask yourself, do I really want to get ahead financially? And then understand that it's going to take some patience, but it's not going to take forever. When I build financial plans, the hardest part is the first 12 to 24 months to get adjusted to uh, the new normal. Then once you get adjusted and you start seeing the benefits, that being paid off, money being saved up. Well, then a lot of times you don't really want to turn back to the overconsumptuous life that you had before. You want to keep that cushion. You want to keep that money. You want to stay out of credit card debt because you love the feel of freedom. Right. And that's really the trick. Right. The trick that I really try to get people to do is I talk to them about what they can do five and 10 years from now when the plan is executed. But the real trick is I realize like once they get there, then they realize they start thinking, well, man, every dollar that I spend on stuff that I may or may not need uh, is, is money that I won't have. 10 more years from now, right? And again, like, I'm not telling everybody to be frugal forever. You you, you can do whatever you want to do as long as you're on track with where you want to be. Um, and everybody's not the same. But I think once you free yourself of that consumerism, it's free. And then you realize, I really don't got to go back to it at the level that I was before. Because right? it's really not that important. And everybody else who you are worried about seeing you with, Part of your house maybe uh, not furnished the way you should or who don't see you in the Louis or don't see you with, you know, whatever guys do. Right. I don't I don't I'm not accustomed to a lot of the guy stuff because I don't wear watches and stuff. Um, uh, but whatever stuff that you want to impress me by, you realize the people that have that stuff. Right. I'm a, like one of the things that I tell a lot of people is I don't share anybody's financial information that I meet with because that's confidentiality. But a lot of people are worried about other people who don't have any money. 
a lot of people that I meet are concerned that people might perceive them as not having money because they don't have certain things on. But little do they know, the people that they're looking at that have it or like that might judge them don't have any money either. The people that I meet that actually have like money, money um, for a long time, like don't show it. Right. And then the ones that like are showing it that have money, like they're not spending nearly the amount of money that they're showing. Right. They have a lot more money than what you think, uh, because what they're showing is a small fraction of the money that they have. And so I'm desperate to help folks get to that mindset where they understand that um, uh, it's important to have financial freedom because nobody is going to do it for you. Right. And I'm, I'm ranting. A lot of folks are, are woke about what's going on and they're, and, and, and they're worried about the government and what such as us are going to do in the government. Like they're not going to stop you. They don't stop you from investing in stocks and bonds. They don't stop you from buying real estate. They don't stop you from starting a business. They, they're, as a matter of fact, if you really want to, and I'm not going to even say that, but they're not stopping you from, um, uh, running a business. They're not stopping you from doing anything. The reason why you're not where you, where you're not going to be where you want to be 10 years from now is you, like is you. It's going to only be your fault 10 years from now when you're not where you want to be. Uh, and, uh, your kids, and, and this might hit some people home, right? But you, what, what really would bother me is if I passed on bad money habits to my kids, right? The, one of the big driving forces for me for getting my stuff together and why I got into this is that I don't want to pass bad financial habits on to my kid and have a multi-generational curse. I'm here to break it. And I know a lot of people want to break it too, but you can't break it by, you can't teach something that you don't own, right? You can't sell, what they, back in sell they said, hey, you can't sell something that you don't believe in. And so if you're not doing it, then you're not going to be able to pass it along to your kids and you're going to set them up in a bad situation. So do what's required to make the hard decisions. You don't, if you don't have the money to do something, then don't do it. Um, all right. I think, I think I'm done y'all. I don't have anything else. I can go on this for like hours, but I went way past the time that I wanted to. And I don't even think I had all the points that I wanted to, but I hope this was helpful. I think it ended up being instructive. Uh, even though I got off my points, but, uh, this is meant to be for informational purposes and educational purposes, not meant to be investment advice. You need to seek your own counsel before making decisions because investing involves risk and you can lose money. I hope this helps somebody. If, if you liked it, share it, comment, like it. I appreciate you guys.